Following is a repeat show that was previously broadcast on Unity FM. Assalamu alaikum. Welcome to Parenting Hour. You're tuned into Unity FM 93.5 here in West Midlands on 105.1. If you're tuned into a sound sound, Happy New Year. MashaAllah. Bismillah rahman rahim What a wonderful uh, session we're going to have today, but what a wonderful start to the new year. I know we're always focusing on the bad news and more news of lockdown and we can focus on that but actually I think we should focus on what we've achieved last year and how resilient we all are mashallah and all the things that we did that we never thought we could do including home educating your children and, and probably doing work as well and looking after family and friends uh, cheering up people or motivating people or motivating others looking after your friends, neighbors, doing other activities, maybe delivering meals, delivering free packs to the vulnerable. So well done to all of you. Well done to, to have done that. And I think as we start into 2021, we should be using that as like a trampoline to go into 2021 and, and look at what we've achieved and not just focus on the 8 p.m. news that we heard last night and probably for a lot of listeners listening in, they just didn't hear it at 8 p.m. They heard it again at 9 p.m., at 10 p.m., this morning at 7 a.m., at 8 a.m., at 9 a.m. It hasn't changed. It's still the same news. But some people just keep listening to it over and over and over again and put them in a downward cycle. And this is why today we want to look at that. And we hope that you'll be able to join in in our conversation and phone us on 0121 or email the studio, studio at unityfm.net. And our managers there in the studio will ask the questions if you're not able to come on live, which it would lovely, it'd be lovely to have you coming on live and interacting with us as we talk about 2020. And what are we going to do in 2020? And we're going to take that from different angles, not just achieving goals and New Year's resolutions as we normally do focus on this time of the year. But we're going to look at the inner self and the inner peace and achieving that, which is not something we often talk about, but something that is really, really important if we want to come out of this as better people, inshallah, at the end of this pandemic or the end of this year, inshallah, as we go into 2022 next year. So with me, live on air, I have my wonderful friend, mashallah, and she's smiling away at me and this is, I'm sorry that you don't have her in front of you. I have, she's in her own home. Of course, we're, we're obeying all the rules. She's in her own home. I'm in my own home. And with the tech, modern technology, we're able to come live to you doing this. So, and we'd like to thank Unity FM as well and all the people that work there to make this happen every week for us. So. I, I, I forgot to introduce my, my, the name of my person here. She's Imelda Ryan. She's one of our wonderful trainers, one of our, um, especially Sparkler project that you've often heard her talking about. That's like her baby, but she also delivers our other programs. She is a counselor and a therapist in, and she's been working with lots of individuals and families over the last couple of months, also helping them and supporting them. And she is one of the founders of, or maybe the founder of the Muslim Women's Helpline. Like, Muslim Women's Helpline now. Helpline, Muslim community like, thank helpline. you, Melda. Welcome, Melda. <laughs> you need to tell the, the listeners better than me of what you do. Welcome. 
Happy New Year to you. May Allah make it a blessed year, inshallah, for you and your family and all your friends and colleagues and all our listeners, inshallah, that is listening in this evening. Inshallah, inshallah. I'm looking forward to the topic today because it's one that um, when I woke up this morning, I'm glad we talked about it yesterday that we were going to talk about it because when I woke up this morning, I thought, yeah, I need to be thinking about this for myself, not just talking about it, but having a look, how will I do this for myself? So it's lovely to have a, a discussion on our topic today, inshallah, and may it benefit everyone, inshallah. Inshallah, definitely. And, uh, you know, when we talk about these things, Amanda, and as we do regularly, do regular shows and, and try and talk about different topics, we are talking ourse- first about ourselves. I mean, I, I know, like you've done this morning, lots of reflection on yourself. I've been doing lots of reflection, too, on myself. And how can I incorporate the topics we talk about and learn from myself first? So, listeners, when we are sharing information with you, we are actually sharing that also for ourselves and include ourselves in the conversations and how we can better ourselves as well. Inshallah, may Allah guide us all, inshallah, on that journey, that journey of life, inshallah, um, that we're all on different journeys and how we can better ourselves in that. And Imelda, when we spoke about this, we spoke about it in a, in a bit different way and, and we probably may touch on achieving goals and how to do that and uh, do things. But we were actually saying, um, look at how much people have, have achieved and look what they've done. But often they are moving so quickly, quickly, quickly through things that they're not intrinsically looking at themselves and where they are and reflecting on themselves. And as part of uh, the Quran, in the Quran it's mentioned reflection to factor 33 times because we, we know that because we, we say this in our programs and how important it is. So can we, how can we help people today to, to explore this topic and to go into 2021 with a panoramic view of everything, including ourselves. I think, um, you know, when we were talking the other day about, um, you know, soothing ourselves and so um, self-soothing and and we talked about stillness, you know, how to be still within yourself because we, we've had a tendency throughout the year, which, which has been a good thing, uh, to look at what we can do, you know, what we can do at home to fill the gap of not doing outside and some brilliant things have come from that you know more reading or reciting um but a lot of doing but but there is a, a time for doing and as we ask parents you know um do we value ourselves our children for doing or being so there's a time for doing definitely but there's a time for just being and and i think if we if we take ourselves back um, if we think about how we come out of the womb, so when we're in that beautiful place, subhanAllah, in, in our mother's womb, and then we're taken out of that womb. And so the first thing, what's the first thing that happens to you is that you're put in someone's arms. So your mother's arms, your father's arms, the doctor's arms, and the baby cries. And then it, and the baby is soothed and it's it's given milk and it's held. And so, and we're told in Islam, you know, to take care. Uh, the mother really shouldn't do anything else for 40 days. So just take care of that baby. Just soothe that baby. Feed that baby. So if you think about us when, when we grow up, I think, you know, when we're adults, we've, we've lost touch with that, that person that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala 
Ta'ala created in that there are so many things that we need and soothing is one of them. So when we're young, someone else soothes us. But when we grow up, sometimes we look for others to soothe us, you know, whether it's our children, our spouses, um, other people. But actually, we have so much innate ability to soothe ourselves, you know, and especially in this time. So if, if you're if you're um, if you're in a good place where you've got family members home, some people have got children, some people um, live with live with their parents. But there are people out there, and we know some of um, you know our younger listeners, if they're listening in, who may actually be living on their own. You know, what if you 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 know what if you've rented a flat and now you're living on on your own? So how would I soothe myself? And, and, and what would that look like? And how how would I be able to do that? And subhanAllah, Allah gave us this amazing ability to be able to soothe ourselves. So if someone else soothes you, that's fantastic, amazing, mashallah, that would be the best. But if I don't, if I'm going through difficulty, if I'm alone, how will I soothe myself? And we have, there are a million things we can do to soothe ourselves. And today, inshallah, we're going to just talk about looking at that. Think about the fact that Allah, no one else, gave you the ability to soothe yourself. And so with so many different ways of doing that. Um, so just knowing that Allah has given us that ability. Even if I got up this morning and I decided to, you know, do a lot of things, go about my work doing this and this and this, I would know in my head this morning that later on, and this is what I actually do in, in my day, later on I know I have this ability to soothe, so I will set that time aside and I will soothe myself. And I'll try not to make it so it's all about chocolate. I'll make it, I'll make it something, <laughs> although it's healthy. I'll make it something about how, what, so what will I, what would I do with myself? You know, so even, you know, self-soothing, I, I might. And, you know, as I get older, I'm, you know, I think, well, I, I can do anything. I, I can stroke my own arm, you know. So if I, if you hear my voice now and I'm stroking my arm and I'm thinking, things that I want to say. So you know how often people who daydream, often you know how in school and there was a, some, a child and a teacher say, oh, this one, this one is a daydreamer. You know, they don't work. And what we don't realize with the daydreamers, they have creative abilities. We all have a creative self. So my ability, and, and yes, it's better not to do it in the classroom with a teacher who's not very happy with you. But this ability to take my brain somewhere else, and you know, a beautiful example of this is uh, Kathleen, Sister Kathleen in her, you know, beautiful tape where you take us to paradise. <laughs> and, and, and so there's a tape and Kathleen, Sister Kathleen takes us to paradise for, what is it, maybe five minutes, you know, three to five minutes. And we say to the parents, we're going to put this tape on, Sister Kathleen is going to take you to paradise. And, and just listen to her voice and what she says and, and, and close your eyes. Don't do anything. And, and when we do that with the parents, they don't want to come back. <laughs> they don't want your tape to stop. They don't want to come back from paradise. But that's kind of just three to five minutes that's actually reinvigorated our parents because we've taken them in their mind 
They didn't need to be there. We took them there in their mind. And that's that's what um, daydreaming is. That's what being still means. I'm still. but And, you know, we, we talk about mindfulness behavior therapy. Um, but also thinking how to empty the mind. So being mindful of things, but also knowing let the mind rest. And it could rest on something, something and nothing. In other words, you know how we listen to the waves. So so the waves are, are just waves. So it's almost a, a nothingness in a way, but it's a it's a place to be still with something that there's actually nothing going on um, than some sounds. And so Lhasa Panatala gave us the, you know, smells, tastes, sounds, all of these things that we can just be still with and, and we can use any one of those in, in the way that we soothe ourselves, I think. And I think that's so prevalent for today when we look at social media that's making us go all the time or even cartoons for children that have so many seconds before they move to the next image, image, image. Oh, go, 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 go. It's all activating the mind and we forget about this concept that's actually a very Islamic concept to be still and looking after ourselves and reflecting and understand that stillness and be comfortable in our own silences and our own surrounding um, exploring, thinking and making the most of that and, th- and thinking how can we do better ourselves in our, between ourselves and Allah and having those conversations between ourselves and Allah which um, I know if, if our listeners are tuned in or listen to any of the, the Turkish theories that are on, you know, so Othman or Abdul Hamid or any of them, there's quite a few of them actually, but they all have the same theme that runs through them, that there is at times shots there of people just reflecting and pondering and thinking. And as you said, that that you know, that mind going back, emptying that mind to to have that connection to Allah that we we don't think of nowadays. We we yes, we do our prayers and we we, we reflect and we do our dicker and we do that, but where else within that time do we think more of ourselves in in relation to Allah, if if that makes sense. Yeah, I mean think think back when we were children and and, and we just lie on the grass, and I'm sure we do that, um, parents do that with the children, we'd lie on the grass, we'd look at the sky, and, we, and, and we'd ask the children, um, what's that cloud? What, you know, so, so identify a cloud that looks closest to an animal. Mm-hmm. You know, so we, we kind of going, stillness is going back to something simplistic and, 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 and the wonder, you know, so, so actually being in touch with your inner child, and we, you know, ask that a lot. I mean, recently um, I did a talk and someone was saying, like, how do you heal your inner child? And actually, um, and this is another topic to talk about, to, to, to bring out your inner child, mm-hmm. to remember the wonder. So it's not that, you know, using the internet and doing all the other things. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala told us, the, there's time and space for everything. So, so you know, we're never going to get away from the fact that our children want to be on the internet a lot. 
So, so what we want to do is show them that there's a balance in everything, that, that nothing is, is bad for you unless the balance is out in it, you know, and, and what is the balance? And so if there's a time for, you know, if there's a time for watching things that have, have got your adrenaline going, you know, if you're watching the movies and the, like you said, all the things they want to watch, there is a time for that where people want to be excited, want to be involved in something. But, but the, the balance is always the other side of that, which would have to be stillness. I can't have balance. If, if I'm always on that one side of going and doing and watching and, you know, adrenaline, you know, we know our children when they're younger, especially when they're teenagers, they, you know, they want that adrenaline rush. And especially now, isn't it? They want an adrenaline rush because why adrenaline makes you feel alive. So, so of course they do. Why wouldn't they? So, so why should we guilt trip them that they want to feel alive when they're locked down? But we want them to feel alive. We want to feel alive, not just outwardly, not just what was what's going on in our brain. We want our body to feel something else. And going, th- you know, we know through mindfulness, it, it, it's it's so important to be able to say to your body, "Be still," to say to your heart, "Be still," to say to your mind, "Be still," and to say to your mind. I will make you still. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala told us so many ways. And so, so whether I'm looking at the sky, whether I'm praying, whether I'm doing dhikr, dua, he's shown us how to be still within us, you know. So sometimes, um, for instance, when I pray and I realize, and everyone talks about this, how we go to prayer and we do our prayer quite quickly because we've got something else to do. So then I would make sure then, at least in some of my prayers, I slow it down. Mm-hmm. You know, the way, you know, the way we teach our parents to slow your voice down, to, mm-hmm. to be softer, to be kinder. So what if I slow my prayer down? Mm-hmm. And and I and and I say my prayer like this in this slow way. Th- this is how I would self soothe myself, you know. And I said to you, you know, almost in an embarrassing way once. I I heard my voice when I slowed it down, and I felt soothed by. <laughs> I felt soothed by my own voice, and and I realized that's it, isn't it? That's my ability to soothe myself. I will slow my voice down, and I can do that in my prayer in my dhikr, <clears throat> in my relationship with others. Wonderful, which is, is great techniques that we should be learning. You're talking about slowing down our actions, slowing down our minds, slowing down our talking, slowing down to be able to enable us to think. And especially now when we have a lot of negativities about and negative thoughts, that we need to, to slow that down and replace those negative or attach to them the positive thoughts so we are able to switch over and with practice again everything takes practice we will be able to help ourselves intrinsically to be better and actually counseling ourselves to be able to overcome this situation because we're training ourselves this is what you're reminding me of here when we're when when you're talking that we actually can counsel ourselves 
to over the situation. Uh, really, that we're, we're such powerful human beings that if we look at this, there's nothing stopping us to do that because we, we all have our own unique voices and actions and inner voices. But the inner voices is often the negative inner voices that kind of keep pouncing our brain and saying, you're stupid or you're silly or why, why are you thinking like this? You can't do this. So replacing all of those with positive things, maybe step by step by step, one at a time, to slow ourselves down, to change that, that we are able to do things. Um, yeah, I mean, you've used the word counsel, which which is a, a brilliant word in the sense that um, we we have wonderful counsellors. Mashallah, um, when we started the helpline th- over 30 years ago, one of the reasons we we started it because there weren't Muslim, I don't remember any Muslim counsellors in terms, especially like Islamic counsellors. There were Muslims who were qualified counsellors and they worked for the NHS. But in terms of, you know, looking at Islamic counsellors, it was very difficult then. Um, and, and so what they do, which is brilliant, and you have sessions with them, that, that they actually help you counsel yourself. And so really... This ability to self-counsel is innate within us. It's it's something we're born with. This is something from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. It's not a gift from another human being. So it may be another human being, a counselor, a therapist, has um, skills and 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 you know they've built on those skills and and you know and you and some counselors you think, mashallah, you know, their skills are amazing, but but actually what they're doing with you is reminding you, helping you how to self-counsel, how to self-soothe. So there they have some brilliant skills and they're passing them on to you. They're allowing you time to think out loud, think about the things, the place where you would like to be. Um, and so, so, so at the end of that, when you've been with a counsellor, you realize it, it's kind of, you know, having your eyes opened, isn't it? Open to what? Not open to, oh, how skilled was that counsellor? Um, and I have these conversations hundreds and hundreds of times over the years. Um, when I say, did I tell you anything you didn't know? And they say, no, you just have a good way of communicating what I don't know I know. <laughs> <laughs> So subhanAllah, um, and, and, and mashallah, I mean, that, that, that's a gift in itself, but that's the thing. You, we don't tend to tell people anything they don't know. We just remind them. So today we're, we, we're all reminders, aren't we, that, that you can do this. You can self-soothe. You can be still. And, and you, you can look at it with someone else or you can actually, because there's so much advice and, you know, I don't, I, I don't tend to like to give individuals advice. And we, you know, we talk about this a lot, not too much advice giving, but what would soothe you? So what soothes me, you might find that difficult. I mean, for instance, I can, I can stroke my arm and feel soothed and you might feel slightly uncomfortable stroking your arm soothing yourself so you don't have to do what anyone else is doing you just need to find out what is it 
that soothes me, you know, and there's hundreds of ideas and, and you decide and, and that in itself, you being the decider of what soothes you is that self-empowerment that, that came from you internally, that you had that ability to find that, not someone else telling you how to do it. And just before we go into break and, and break, it happened very quickly, probably in another minute or so, um, we need that self-empowerment. We need to be looking at ourselves and empower ourselves, inshallah, you know, and, and bring ourselves into a, a different level if we can, because this is what Islam is, is always trying to encourage us to come closer to Allah and empowering ourselves in that. And actually, if we just look at our faith and what Quran is telling us and what Hadith is telling us and um, you know, all that Islamic knowledge is trying to make us the best person possible, for each one of us, like what you were saying, we're all on our own individual journeys there and soothing ourselves is important in that and increasing our self-esteem, which increases our confidence. And we should have a high self-esteem because we were created closest to Allah. So there's nothing wrong with having a good, healthy self-esteem to be able to help, not just help yourself, but then when you're able in that level, or that level of quietness, that level of uh, serenity you can actually think of ways of helping others that's when the ideas come to you and uh, I'm sure if you Amelda over the years have seen me when we go out for meals when we were going out for meals writing down ideas on napkins and things like <laughs> this this is when when you are relaxed and when you're in that framework that we can actually move forward and think of good things to to do inshallah as we go into the break so we're, we're going into the break quite soon now inshallah um uh, indeed, uh, the break comes on us quickly on air because we are, we don't have the whole minute countdown. We we know we're in a a, a time frame for the the last minute, but we'd like our listeners maybe to go on up over the break time 